Okay, everybody, welcome to our very first interview from Unleash America 2023. I talked to Dr. Lauren Park from SAP Success Factors. A big thank you to SAP Success Factors for powering the podcast booth this year at Unleash America. We got so many great interviews with some of the best thought leaders from the future of work, HR, talent, learning, right across the spectrum of HR. So really excited to publish these in the coming weeks. For now, though, Here's my conversation with Dr. Lauren Park, where we cover emerging tech, some of their latest research, and some of the most important issues facing people teams in 2023 and beyond. Do enjoy and look out for more great content coming to you from Unleash and SAP Success Factors very, very soon. Okay, uh, I'm here today on Unleashcast, day one of Unleash America 2023 with Dr. Lauren Park, uh, research scientist with SAP Success Factors. This sounds very exciting. Please give me a little bit of insight into uh, your job. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks so much, John. Excited to be here and chat with you. Um, I have a really fascinating job, one of the best jobs in the world. Um, I'm an industrial organizational psychologist by training. Um, so a lot of my background is in understanding employee psychology, business psychology, how we can motivate employees and really bring it up allow them to bring their whole selves to work. Um, what I do uh, for SAP Success Factors in that vein um, is I work on a team of other uh, research psychologists from various but related disciplines, um, and we're responsible for conducting large-scale mixed-method research studies on big kind of future-of-work topics. Um, what we do with those um, is twofold. First, we put out really interesting reports and papers and um, you know present our findings to the public so everyone can understand the best practices we've uncovered, but the reason we exist um, is to bring that back into our longer term uh, product and portfolio growth strategy. Um, so in addition to kind of some other, uh, the other arm of our team um, that's responsible for our competitive insights, um, our market insights, our customer insights, we marry all of these kinds of um, different research insights and data sources together to say, what are our customers facing? What are they really needing? What do we expect that they'll need three to five years from now? And work with our uh, product and portfolio leaders to make sure that we're accounting for that. So, I mean, obviously some of this is going to be business intelligence and stuff you can't share, but let's start there. What sorts of things are your customers saying and what, what are the kind of problems that they're facing and saying they, or, or you're predicting that might be still be the challenges of, of uh, the time in three, three to five years' time? Yeah, absolutely. Well, what I can say is um, we, we do every year um, an annual HR trends analysis, which tells us kind of for what, at least the upcoming year, uh, what do we expect businesses to face and what are the challenges that they'll be that they'll be uh, solving for this year um, our analysis looked we looked across you know all of these great business press pieces all of these great analysts and thought leaders we distilled all of the common themes to really find what are the things that we expect HR to struggle with this year what are the trends that we expect businesses to kind of grab onto uh, to improve their their workforce outcomes and what I will say is that um, we found some really interesting changes as we do this analysis year over year so we can really look at the changes in nuance, changes in prioritization. Um, and the biggest and most fascinating thing to me is um, over, you know, year over year we saw our number one trend for 2023 actually jumped up from the number seven spot uh, last year. So a really huge jump. And that trend is um, winning the race for skills and hiring hiring talent that has the right skills. And there's 
a couple different pieces to this. The first we have is looking into skills-based hiring, skills-based practices, looking into organizations, you know, what are the longer term needs that they have and what can they do today to, to solve those? Um, but at the same time, knowing that this in a lot of ways is a candidate's job market. Um, though, you know, economic uncertainty is kind of wavering that a little bit, um, we do expect that to, to kind of remain throughout the year, remain consistent throughout the year. So that was one of the most interesting ones was really that organizations are grappling with this so much that it just shot up to number one on our annual trends list. Um, and it'll be interesting to see, you know, what, what these skills-based hiring and skills-based practices more broadly are going to look like for organizations this year and beyond. That's interesting. Um, some people think, say, for example, the the various different buzzwords, the great resignation, all this right. kind of thing, are overplayed a little bit, maybe. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. other people say that it was very much real, but kind of we're past that. Do you still think it is a candidate's market then, out there? Yeah, you know, I think what we did find, what we're continuing to talk to organizations about, is just the fact that employee experience really has to be at the foundation of everything we do. Um, in fact, you know, in past years, we've kind of treated employee experience as its own trend. This year, it honestly was so big, it didn't make sense to look at it that way. We kind of had to look at how employee experience is going to influence everything else businesses are looking at and all of the challenges that they're facing. And so when we look at things like the great resignation, like quiet quitting, I think these are things that have been going on for a long time. But the contract between an employee and their organization, that sort of social contract, um, that's changed. What organization or what employees expect from their organizations is, is different. Um, they expect their organizations to be improving their lives outside of work, not only at work, and really allowing themselves or allowing them to thrive in all domains of their life. And so um, we really see employee experience coming to the fore in a lot of different ways and across all of the different trends that we're looking at. So I'd say, you know, these are definitely buzzwords and I think there's, there's data to show that um, perhaps they've increased, but I think they're long things that organizations have been grappling with and leading organizations have really been solving for for a long time. So separate from the research you've already done, uh, from the conversations you've been having at Unleash America, are they kind of reflecting what you found? And the, the, kind of the second part of that question is, what else have you been hearing at the show which you haven't necessarily put your fingers on already? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I will say um, one thing that our team is going to be looking at a lot this year is uh, skills-based hiring and those skills-based practices. So um, what I've been trying to learn a lot about is this idea you know, of talent acquisition that's grounded in skills. We're no longer looking at things like credentials or education. We're now looking for um, what employees, what skills that they have, what skills they could have in the future, and what could we infer that they might gain. Um, and so I've been going to a lot of sessions around talent acquisition and best practices there. Um, what are the metrics that we need to be looking at when we're recruiting and bringing folks in? Um, and there has been a lot of discussion of how skills plays a role into that. I think, you know, it'll be interesting to see, and I'm hoping this discussion around skills-based hiring um, continues and, and really grows because I was actually at a previous conference last week. Um, there's been a lot of discussion around um, organizations doing this really well and, and best practices there, but also a sense that we're kind of having a growth spurt in this space where the implementation of these practices is really outpacing the research behind it. 
Um, so that's what our team is, is kind of hoping to do this year is really look into what does it look like to have a skills-based hiring approach, skills-based L&D approach, skills-based compensation approach, um, and what would be best practices that we'd recommend. Yeah, I know that um, feedback from the talent acquisition uh, breakout stage, it just looks like a roadblock. It's obviously a hugely popular topic and something that's changing really, really quickly. Um, so my final question, I think, is about emerging trends and what's kind of exciting you in the next two to three years uh, without mentioning AI, or, or, you, or you can if you want. <laughs> you know, I think we've heard about AI and large language models and, and generative AI a lot today, so I'll go ahead and pivot in a different direction. One thing that I have been really excited about, and it was actually a drop in our trends analysis this year, um, was hybrid and flexible work. And I know this is something we've long been talking about, so it's like, you know, it's kind of droning on and on. Um, this dropped from the number one spot in, in the two previous years to number four this year. But the conversation around it has really shifted. Um, in previous years, we've really focused on where are people working? Are they working in the office? Are they working at home? How often are they working in the office? Are we coordinating among teams? Um, we're now looking at conversations around how people are working, um, around um, when people are working, around why people are working. Um, so really looking at flexible work, not as just where am I, but what am I doing? Is it things, are, am I doing things that are having real business impacts and am I feeling meaning out of those things so I think the conversation around flexible work is continuing to grow to think about how we design jobs and how we design organizations in general um, and one thing that I'm, I'm excited to see around this is uh, the four-day work week um, and, and a lot of pilot data that's come out of the UK showing that this is a really you know this can be really positive for organizations and it doesn't have to just look like um, you know desk-based organizations organizations where there are a lot of folks who can work from home and have that flexibility built into their jobs there's uh, you know reason to believe in, in models from the pilot that this can work in a large variety of industries so um, I'm excited to see over the next couple of years where we see that get picked up if we see it get picked up and just it's part in this broader conversation around flexible work in general yeah I think uh, I know from the study in the UK that the most interesting part of it obviously employees uh, report that it improved their work-life balance but also their productivity right. mental health everything like that but the most interesting thing was that employers themselves I think 92% of the, of the current study pilot project wanted to take it forward which is incredible yeah. you, you just really wouldn't think that yeah absolutely and I think what it comes down to is when you're when you're taking a five-day work week and shortening it you really have to like kind of ruthlessly prioritize you have to think about what's the work that has the most business impact what's the work that has the most meaning for me personally um, and organizations that are going to implement a four-day work week or these like more flexible models successfully really have to look at redesigning jobs and redesigning work for that to be mm. successful um, so it'll I expect we'll see a continuous uh, you know positive data coming out of pilots like these and I'm interested to see what future research is going to look like yeah me too um, Lauren thank you so much for talking to Anish Kast have a great rest of the show and uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, likewise. Thanks so much.